0: ED. Yo, fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. I got you. Shame on me. <laughs> <laughs> now, does it count as a fool me twice if if the, the the thrower of the halfback pass is a different person? Yeah, it does. Hmm. It does. It does. Glad you said that. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe, He is Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock plenty to get to on this show he warned us last week he told us all he never loses sleep during Rams week and we saw it all play out on the SoFi field 31-14 49ers a winner at SoFi Stadium taking the season series once again winning eight straight regular season games against the Rams and what an outpouring it was offensively, defensively as well. We'll give you our game balls. We'll talk uh, some things to look forward to now as the 49ers enter this bye week and what the second half could possibly look like and also the impact of one CMC, Christian McCaffrey. That, he showed, out, showed up and showed out uh, on Sunday. So we'll talk about him as well. As always, we want to continue to encourage you and remind you to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there is a like or a follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like or follow button. Hit us up on social media. Always, you can get involved in the show there. I'm at R.H.Locker on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore and on Instagram i am at watch ray ray he is at ed25 as always we are brought to you by the fine folks at bet online basketball is back of course and bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season you'll always have the latest odds team matchup info player news and game trends at bet online and as your continued source for all sports sports wagering information bet online features live betting free contests and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, we're the game starts he is super bowl champion eric davis i'm rashawn haylock so ed i mean this may be the most no-brainer of game balls we've ever had in the history of this program but just yeah yeah, yeah, the yeah humor the uh our, our our listeners out there um who you got for game ball this week ed oh um, well
1: i'm gonna go with um can i give it to fred warner oh Okay. No, that's it. I'm going Fred Warner. Defense had to set the tone. Well, this is the thing. This is the thing. I know it's easy. Christian McCaffrey, you give him a game ball offensively. That's it. That's fine. We know he's going to get one. But I think it's important that when you, this is a defensive team, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. The defense has not been playing well. You go on the road, division rival, game that was a very important game to win going into the bye. You don't want to go in with three losses going into a bye. That's a, that's a miserable, miserable two weeks. The guy with the C on his chest, it's important for him to set the tone and say, this is what we are about. This is who we are. This is what we're going to do. This is what has to happen. I think he did that. I think he did that. And if you're led by your defense, you've got it. The defensive leader has to take over. In those type situations, and and say this is who we are,
0: the rest will follow. I'm going for a water. Okay, I mean, I'm not mad at that at all. Uh, Captain Obvious over here is going to go with Christian McCaffrey. Look, anytime right. you're mentioned with LT and Walter Payton in the same sentence, you had yourself a day, and and he certainly did that with the receiving, a rushing, and a throwing touchdown. Uh, and and look I mean it was very much needed
1: you know, yeah he, absolutely all,
0: all of his all of his heroics out there Um, a, a, a buddy of mine I always talk about on this show he texts me the brilliance of Kristen McCaffrey and I couldn't think of a better word because I mean he, he certainly was brilliant out there Um, the throw obviously that's one thing but to go up there and high point that ball better than a lot of receivers could do that's another thing and then of course uh, just the burst in the run game, which we all know that he can do. Uh, it was – I mean, he put on a show. I mean, he, he was a run one-man. You know maker. what, though? No. I'm sorry.
1: This is one thing that cracks me up. Uh-oh. This cracks me up. Everyone oh, talks about him going up and high-pointing the ball and, and all of this stuff. Did you see it? You, well, hold, hold on. I guess I saw it. But IU you know, and debos They do that every game. They've done that every game. Kill him. All of them jump up and get hot and get balls. I, I I get it. I understand. He jumped and caught a ball. Debo does it every game. You guys need to stop that because you know what that is. Because it's a white guy doing it, and y'all, everybody wants to make a big deal out of the white guy jumping. Stop that. He just jumped and caught a ball. Everyone looking. He he went up and high pointed the ball and all. Debo. Debo catches a ball across the middle. What does everyone say? Jimmy threw another high ball. They don't talk about, oh my God, Debo went up and high pointed the ball. Like, yes, good touchdown, all of that. But let's you know, stop with this miraculous high pointing of the ball and all of that stuff. Dude, it's been, it's been, how many times have you seen Debo jump and catch
0: a ball? No, I mean, look, he does. <laughs> you're not, you're not <laughs> wrong there. However, you know, with with, with, ever, with with CMC being a running back, you uh, know, being you, a you white just, guy, you just, just don't you just don't necessarily see that or expect that from the running back.
1: Uh, stop! You don't expect the running back to be able to jump all the, uh, the way they jump over t- guys trying to tackle them all the time. It's all the parts coming together. It, it, it's it's, a, it's because a, a, he's an a white guy. of stop everything. It. You need to stop that. It's because of that. See that? See that's in your head. I, that's in your head. If, if in your head. Because As, I'm, I'm going all. I'm going all Woody it. Harrelson on this thing, huh? I'm, yes, I'm <laughs> yes. Stop that. That's not right. That's not right. You you have never once talked about the tremendous jumping ability of Debo, and him. Debo jumps and catches balls all season. He's done it since he's been in the league. You've never once been on here talking about the incredible high pointing of the football on that catch. Stop it. You talk about it was a high
0: throw. <laughs> it, no, I I mean, that it was, it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that one was close to being in, in the seats. It, 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 it certainly was. He, he went up there and got it. I, I'll say this though. And we talked about this before and they did it again. Kyle did it again. And, and, and I was scratching my head and, and, and I laughed too. He took a shot. He took a shot. And Early. It took like yeah. six. Yeah. And who was it to? Ray Ray McLeod. Yep. Incredible. Now, he yes. didn't high point the ball. <laughs> no, <laughs> he, he did would, not. If he would have high pointed the ball, it might have been a different result. Although was, it was it was underthrown for sure yes. by 10. But uh I mean they did it again. I mean are are you kidding me? I, I digress. I don't want to spend time on Ray Ray, but this is what I this is what I, I took away from this one. This is the Believe in 49ers pod on believe he is Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This is, is one of my takeaways and, and allow me to just just get excited here a little bit, E. D. Obviously we came on here and my wife listened to the pod and she was like, Man, y'all sound angry. Like, are y'all supposed to sound like that on the pod? Like she was like <laughs> she was, Did I sound Is angry? It supposed to sound oh. like that. Like she was like, Y'all are going in right now. And so, I mean, that that, that was the the temperature of the room last week. The, the temperature yeah. of the room for me entering the buy one, I'm not gonna get too excited because once again it was the Rams, right? And we we've seen this. Um but there was a lot of good that we saw out there on the field. But something that I'm getting that I got excited about, and, and I thought about, I thought about, interestingly enough, Scott Altenberg. And a lot of you guys out there are probably like, who is Scott Altenberg? All right, well, Scott Altenberg's local high school coach uh down in in, in the LA area at Gardena Serra, right? And and he once had George Farmer, Robert Woods, Marquise mm-hmm. Lee, and Paul Richardson all on the same receiving core, right? Um actually those guys were so good. Marquise couldn't even really crack into the receiving court. He was like seventh on the depth chart to receiver. He was all, all world safety at the time, but um, all those guys ended up making it into the league, but, but he had a quarterback and he had a team with these phenomenal skilled players. Right. And he never, he, he didn't do too much. Right. I mean, it was, it was a lot of slants and it was a lot of bubbles and he was just letting his guys just be athletes and go. He didn't overthink the thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And, Knowing that they were bigger, stronger, faster, they ran that thing all the way to a state championship. Now, in today's NFL, which you're starting, some analysts like to look at it a little bit in terms of, you know, more NBA-esque when you, you talk about matchups and trying to exploit matchups this, that, or the other. Mm-hmm. We saw McCaffrey take over a game, right? We yeah. saw him be able to do that. We've seen Debo do that at, at instances, right? And it just got me to thinking. Wow, when nineteen comes back, and you still got twenty three in there, like it, it, defenses, it, it's really going to be like a pick your poison type of thing. And, and if Kyle can kind of exploit those matchups here and there, I mean, you got, you got, you got a, and, and this is probably a little bit hyperbole, but but you you, it's almost like a a a Kobe Shaq type thing, right? In a sense where you got two guys that can be dominant on any given night, right? And, and and if you can exploit that effectively, if you're Kyle, if you're this Niners offense, um, that we we saw maybe a a little bit of that uh play out on the field on on Ooh. Sunday with just one of the guys out there. And and that that was one of my biggest takeaways from that. That that's the part that has me excited going into yeah. the bye week. Um well um you know I
1: wouldn't go Kobe Shaq I'd go more like Stefan Clay.
0: Um, You got got two guys that
1: you got two guys that can take you off the off the dribble. You got two guys that can create for themselves, but you got two guys that also can play without the ball. Um, And since they can play without the ball, you have to guard them when they don't have the ball, which opens up opportunities for other people. So that's the way I look at it. And that's why in Kyle's system. You know, so after all this stuff, as your wife wife said, the the tone of the room, like that was a bad performance. You've been having bad performances and we got to speak on the bad performances. We can't lie. We can't call a kitten a bear, you know, or vice versa. When you see that grizzly in the room and I'm talking about it's a kitten and it is nice and pretty and furry and cuddly that, you know, we lose credibility. The performance was what it was. But, you know, when we got to the very end, what did I say? Don't lose sleep. I, you know, I said it, don't lose sleep over the Rams because I, I already told you what was going to happen. I, I knew it. I'd never lose sleep over the Rams. You, I'm, I'm going to beat you if you expect me to. I'm going to beat you. If you feel like you have to be perfect to beat me, you're going to lose. And the Rams, that's the Rams feel that way. So that's just one of those things. The, the Niners are confident that they can beat them. The Rams are confident that they have to be perfect to win. That's going to cost you a problem. Yeah, you, you know, okay. and I know the Rams fans, oh, well, we beat you when it mattered. Okay, y- yes, you did. I, I I will never be able to take that away from you. It's documented. Uh, but that one, you gave away. The Niners gave away. Drop picks matter. But back to this game and the guys. I told you, I don't have a problem with the picks. You know, you were talking about the picks. I said, I don't have a problem with the picks. When you were saying they could have gone and used it elsewhere on linemen and things like that, like nope, you gotta have let's say this is a cow move. You have to have a guy running the football that is a threat for his offense to work. Makes sense. They went out and got a guy. And McCaffrey, what did I say? He's the closest thing to LT. I mean, the only other guy I think you can remotely put in there in that in that range would, in the league right now, I would be um a healthy Kamara. And that's how I've always Gamera. Um, That's how I've always felt about it. Um, I know Christian can play. I'm not concerned about you know the injuries, but it's a it's a question of Kyle utilizing them. As long as there's not user error, um, I, he can he can be a good player for them. I don't expect him to have the type week that he had week one. He's been feasting on lamb meat all season. So you talk about the the basketball aspects of things. The obviously the Panthers don't have anyone defensively that can match up with them because football is a game of matchups. They don't have anybody defensively that can match up with them. The, the guy got 500 yards of offense against them this year in two games. So yeah. Um, yeah. he saw uh, he I, I, saw the
0: Rams as the Rams he into yeah. their bye week, and then you saw the Rams again as they came out of their bye week in a different and they form. could and they still couldn't stop him. So, yeah. so I mean they they had they had three weeks to game plan for him.
1: <laughs> Literally, they had three weeks to game plan for him, and they couldn't stop him. So, they, so, so that that just lets you know they don't have they don't have an X for that O. It's, it's that simple. They don't have an X for that O, and as long as and and as long as the team doesn't have that, you're going to exploit it. You get Debo, Ayuk, Kittle and also um, 23 in there. Now you got an opportunity as long as Kyle does something different. That's what I was saying. He's got to mix it up because I still say the league, and we're going to go into it. That was the Rams. As you said, the Rams is a different story. The league has caught up. The league has caught up to this offense, the Rams, the Packers, the 49ers, they run this offense. All of them are having issues outside of with each other. They're all having issues. The league has caught up to what it is they're doing. And he, as long as he makes some changes, as long as he does some things differently, I think they'll be fine. Um, I like where they are. I told you before, and, and that's when, once we got past the game and what it looked like and everything. Training camp, coming out of training camp, New quarterback, knowing the way your team is built, if I tell you you're four and four going into the bye, I don't think anyone loses their mind. I I think that this is a ten. I said from the start it's a ten and seventeen. I didn't think they'd win the division, but I thought they'd make the playoffs. I think now you should win the division. Um, and I and I can see, and I still think ten and seven, ten and seven may win the division for you.
0: Yeah, I I mean, yes, I I would have. I would have taken four and four training camp you're Uh absolutely right about that uh you just don't like the way you don't like the way four and four looks but four and four is four and four well it's not it's it's not that i i think the goal post has moved since training camp training camp four and four i'm thinking i got a first year starter at quarterback okay so and 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 the the goals were a little bit different now
1: i'm sorry Let, let me ask you this question so was your goal ultimately to make the playoffs, though? I think the
0: goal ultimately was to make the playoffs. With, okay, with the and, and at yes. four and
1: four, at four and four, you felt like you should have been, a, you would be able to make playoff, make the playoffs. You'd still be in line to make the playoffs. You'd at still four be and four. in line
0: to make the playoffs. Yeah.
1: Okay, so so that's so what I'm saying is is that you, and that's what I that's what I did after I after I told you how I felt about the performance of last week. That's why I said okay now, and that's what I'm asking you to do right now. Not with your, not with your heart, with your head. Are you still in line to do everything that you believe, even with the goalposts being moved with Jimmy quarterbacking? Are you still in line at four and four to accomplish all of those things? All in reach. Yes, you're. You're there game out.
0: you game right. out of first place in the division. You're against a
1: team that you've already beaten. So you're really a half game out.
0: Yeah. So so every everything is all in reach. To your point. Yes. Um. But still, that being said, the goalpost has moved. You go from a team that, okay, hopefully, you know, we should be able to make the playoffs to a team in which there's a change at quarterback, all of a sudden, the expectations have gotten bigger, right? And this Mm -hmm. isn't just us talking. Kyle and John have proven that by going out and getting 23, right? Like, I don't know that they make this move if 10 isn't the quarterback.
1: Um. I think they make that move regardless. You think so? I think they make the move regardless because if the, the way if the running back situation had played out the same way it played out and um, Mitchell got hurt, uh, Kyle's got to have a running back for his offense to work. And um, without a running back, without a running game, it would have all been on. So imagine how everyone's saying, Jimmy has to do this to win games. That would have been Trey Lance having to do the same thing to win games. Same thing, yeah. Trey Lance can't look bad. That early on, if they look like if, if it looks like they made a mistake with Trey Lance, then that. Remember, the clock starts with Kyle. It would it, it would, would look really bad on Kyle. You got a losing record. You got a quarterback. You traded away the, the, this draft capital and he's he's not performing. Well, it doesn't look good. That's that's a that's a recipe to get fired. So I think I think he still would have wanted to make a move to get a running back.
0: Regardless, I you do like this move. Interesting. I, I don't know that they that they make the move. Just for the simple fact that now, because now you got a young, I don't know. Interesting, interesting. Because but remember, I, remember, this is this isn't
1: a one year rental. He would have been here. He would have still been around for a while. Him being um, McCaffrey, being McCaffrey, it's not a one year rental. Yes, yes. You look at the team right now, and you
0: can. see – I mean, we team. hope not. We we don't know that for sure. He, yes, he will. He'll be here. He'll be here. I mean, just, there's a here. lot. They got a. There's, there's a lot that has to be done between now and. Uh, what. Like what? I mean, he's got to restructure. What? What? And who? What,
1: what player doesn't restructure when you're going to give me money up front? That's easy. That's what, dude. Remember, the salary cap is only an issue when you don't want to keep a player. That's the only time it matters. If you, you, it's never a problem for a player that you want on your team. Because ever, ever. There has never been a player that someone wants on their team that they can't restructure. Turn turn salary into a signing bonus. It'd give you monopoly money on the end to get the cap number down. It's happened since the since the implementation of the salary cap. But so, that,
0: so that that not involve some type of a haircut though. If he restructures, no. Why is it a haircut? It it it. See, in theory, it sounds like a haircut
1: because you'll say, "Well, this guy went from making this much and that much." Because remember, this is what you have to remember. The cap number is monopoly money. It's not real dollars. So this guy has a $27 million cap kit. Well, his base salary is $12 million, like McCaffrey next year. So what we're going to do, we're going the way we're going to change that, we're going to add years onto your contract. We're going to give you a signing bonus, which turns out to be your base salary anyway, or a portion of your base salary you're going to make the exact same money and we're going to add monopoly money on the end of the contract. So on paper, you're making less money. I'm making the same money. If you give me $12 million for the season, if you give it to me on the first day of training camp or the last day of the season,
0: it's the same $12 million yeah, it's the same.
1: Okay. for the season. It's the same money. It's just how it looks on paper. That's what I'm saying. The salary people get all talking about like he, he took a pay cut. He did he that. no, well,
0: no, he, I was under the impression there were instances in where, yeah, you get the money up front, but maybe you may not get twelve. Maybe you'll get eight, or maybe you'll get ten as a Well, that's if you to, do
1: that's if you that's if you take a pay cut. Like Jimmy Garoppolo was scheduled to make twenty seven million dollars. Yeah, he, I mean he took a haircut for sure. He restructured and took a haircut. He went he he went down, he went down. So so that's he, he didn't restructure, he took a pay cut and, and put together a brand new deal. So that's that's a whole new deal. So he went from making 27. He was going to make to making 13 and a half. That's that's what happened. He went from he went from 27 to 13 and a half. They get the salary and then they do a whole new deal where he's counting what six against the cap. But remember, they had already given him seven in the off season. Right,
0: and then they added, yeah, because he he had, and then they added, and then then they added
1: the incentives for each. Well, well, I mean, just base money's 6.13, so he went from 27 to 13, and and, you know, and they and then they put all the other money, the incentive money in it that's going to take him almost back to where he was now that he's playing. But if that had not happened, he would have made the 13 million. They gave him a brand new deal, and Jimmy did a brand new deal because of that. Christian McCaffrey won't do that. Christian McCaffrey, they they'll change his money, they'll do all that. Reason being, Christian McCaffrey is in a position to where if you make him a free agent, somebody's gonna pay him more. So he'll go get his money. And he'll move on. And, and that's it. Jimmy would have done the same thing. Jimmy would have taken if if Jimmy had been healthy and moved on, I think Jimmy would have just said, cut me.
0: Because
1: he could have gotten 20 something million. Yeah, I don't, yeah, he's yeah,
0: yeah. No, you're right about but, that. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. He, he wasn't he wasn't healthy. Uh yeah. we, we talked about the McCaffrey catch earlier and I mean, look, he had a great game. He had a great game, but I, yes, I think he did. The Very one good game. pivotal moment. There was one pivotal moment in this game, and 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 none of them had to do with Christian McCaffrey. It, it goes back to your game ball, actually, Ed. For me, at least, it, it was the defense, and it was after he high pointed that ball, right? Mm-hmm. Niners go in front. I was saying to myself, "You need a big brother drive right here defensively, right?" The, the Rams' offense had done a pretty good job of being able to get up and down the field. I was like defensively, you need you need to you need a big brother drive right here. You, you need to let them know who's who and, and yep. what, what. Um and they did that. I mean they, yes. they, they forced them to go three and that right at that moment um is where the game changed. And things just started to spiral downhill for Uh, The Rams, all of a sudden, what they were doing wasn't effective. They were starting to get pressure on Stafford at that point. And you can kind Mm -hmm. of see uh, the collective sigh happening on the Rams sideline. A couple possessions later, you see uh, Jalen and and the young fella Kendrick getting into it on the sideline for the Rams defensively. Uh, But I, I thought that drive right there, I thought that was the drive right there that cemented uh the game for the Niners uh in front and, and at with what they call Levi, <laughs> what all the faithful call Levi uh, Levi South.
1: South. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you and you're right. That's what happens, but like you're playing this game. The Rams had um I McVay mean, had D'Amico figured out. He had Ryan's figured out. He was moving, he couldn't adjust, he couldn't do it. Could he was outsmarting him. They made the adjustments. And really what happened more so than making the adjustments, you said it players started making plays they didn't change what they were doing but the players started making plays and that's why going back to the game ball like Fred you need to make some plays Fred was hitting people like you expect Fred to hit people he, his presence was was there he you knew that Fred Warner was on the field it wasn't one of those quiet games for him where it's like he's just doing his job no he was he was an impact player and that's what you expect from an all pro. You're supposed to be an impact player. It's not you have to make every play, but you gotta make that play. That play. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. Make we talk, we talked
0: about we talked about that. And as a group, right? You gotta yes. make that play. We talked yes. about you're, that. Yeah, your you're guy. When you when you are a guy, you gotta make that play.
1: And and because when you make that play, the other fellas are like, Hey man, I gotta keep up. I gotta pick it up. Cause this dude's playing, you know. When, when you see him flying through there, like, I, that's how I got to play. And you got guys on the team that are those type players. Um, and, yeah, when that happens, and that, that was it, well, that's what I said with the Rams, all, they're going to play just hard enough to lose, and all you have to do, and that's, you know, keys to the game, what did I say? Don't let them off the hook. Don't give it away. Don't give them an opportunity to win the game. They are expecting to lose the game. Don't let them off the hook, and that was one of those points. It was that you said it. That drive, like right now, guess what? We're taking the lead. We're out here now. All the pressure, because even early on in the game, I was like, you know what? It's a one score game. I was never concerned I, because I was like, there's too much pressure on them. They know that they have to. They have to
0: get this going. But they scored. Well, guess what? The Niners scored. I'd be lying if I didn't say I was. I was. uh I wasn't concerned at the half. I was, I was a bit concerned at the half because of the score. The score had me concerned. I know it was just a one possession game, but the score had me a little bit concerned. Yeah. Knowing both of these coaches are front runners, and I don't mean that as a slight. Like the numbers just say no, no, that you're they, right. You're they right. say that they are right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, both of them excel when they have the lead after after the half uh, in, in terms of a win loss record, and both of them. Uh, aren't very good in terms of win-loss record when they're trailing uh-huh. at the half. Uh-huh. And so so be, because the Niners were trailing uh, at intermission, I, I was a tad bit concerned. And knowing McVay's history with having the lead, I, I, there there was obviously some concern there um, just because of the makeup of both of these coaches. Uh, I, I Niners were fortunate. They did have some stuff go their way. Obviously, the McCaffrey fumble drops right to McLeod. Yeah. He caught that yep. one, thankfully uh ramsey you know couldn't he got his hands on some but he couldn't couldn't corral uh yep. you know some some opportunities there for the Rams. so the, the niners were fortunate uh defensively though that second half i mean they were nothing short of dominant i want to ask you a question ed about this defense i'll ask you that on the other side uh this is the believe in 49ers pot on believe we'll be right back after this word from butcher box all right ed so yeah i heard a conversation and i figured this would be the perfect conversation for 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 you because you you were a part of uh a a very dominant defense and i heard this conversation i was listening to a radio show i I don't remember what team they were talking about but i thought but I, i thought that this somehow could be related to the niners and the topic more or less was Dominant defenses having a shelf life. What is the shelf life of a dominant defense? Right? Like, is it is it three, four years? What does that look like? And, and how does that re? And, and for me, it's like, okay, well, how does that relate to this Niners defense? You go back, and you go back to nineteen. You come all the way up to where we are now. I mean, you're on. I mean, you're close to year four of like really, uh-huh. really good defenses here, and obviously, uh-huh. you don't want to waste that um if as a franchise as an organization right you were part of a dominant defense you guys got you guys got one you guys you did it you know you, you allowed it to happen in in 94 um it what's the shelf life for this Niners defense and and if it, if it doesn't happen if they don't take six this season are, are they in danger of wasting this dominant defense
1: um, this is the dominant defense will last as long as you keep the dominant pieces together. There's no different than an offense. If you keep, if you keep those pieces together, you have an opportunity to continue to win. So the question is whether or not the organization wants to do that. Um, we'll go back to basketball. Um, you look at if, if, if the Warriors had decided to let Clay out of the building when he hurt his knee, would the Warriors be the Warriors right now? Because at that time, everybody thought he was coming to the Lakers. Um, I think he thought he was coming to the Lakers before the knee injury, because um, you know his dad's down there and works with them and everything. I, 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 I was almost certain. Yeah, but he has, so as the radio, one of the radio announcers for the Lakers, absolutely. So, so yeah. So one, so so you look at it that way. So how long can you keep a dominant defense together? Um, you can keep it together for a year. You can keep it together for ten years look at the Baltimore Ravens. I'm not even going to go back like the Pittsburgh Steelers, but we'll say in this era Baltimore Ravens, you got you you draft Ed Reed, you got Dominance in the back end. You draft Ray Lewis, you got Dominance up front. I mean, you know, at this at the second level. Um, you know the importance of those things in today's game. Now what you do, you you get subs. You got Dominance up front, right? So you got dominance at every level, keep them together. We'll keep adding the other pieces, but we're going to keep those dominant pieces. Now we know we need good corners. They got them. We know we need a, a nose tackle that can get, that can keep my line, my dominant linebacker clean because of the scheme we run. We go from Saragusa to a loading nada loading nada. Yeah. You, you, you're going to do what we have to do. You, you switched out your corners over time but you always had really good corners because you know that's a part of what you do. That defense stayed together um, and won a couple of championships. They've stayed together for a decade. So it's a question. It's not a question of it running its course. It's do you want to keep it together? The secondary that I played in, they could have kept us together. I still say if they keep us together, we won. We win a couple of more. I know we win at least one. Maybe, too. I know, I know in 90 if you keep us together, I'm not even going to say we go back to back. I know when I went to Carolina in 96, if we are there, if I'm with the Niners, the Niners win the Super Bowl that year. I'm sorry. Because we beat Carolina. Instead of Carolina beating the Niners twice, we would have beaten Carolina twice. We would have had home field advantage. So instead of having any of us having to go to Green Bay to play Green Bay in that cold, they would have had to come to Candlestick and they were not going to get us again in Candlestick. We would have gone to the Super Bowl and won that. So, so I can just tell you just like, it's just about keeping the pieces together. But a lot of organizations decide it's the scheme as opposed to the players. So you start to let pieces out of the building. And that's what happens a lot of times. And you see that happen in a lot of cases. You see it happen offensively. Uh, I mean, it's, they're like, what, what are the important pieces? You always have to decide that. What are the important pieces? Is Andy Reid up in, in Kansas City. What's the most important part of my offense and how I want it to run and how I want things to do? Is it Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey? And then I build off of that, or is it Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill?
0: Mm.
1: And I let Kelsey go. Because you can only put so much money into something, but you got to say, what are my pieces? Now I'm going to get the other things, my running backs and all of this stuff and everything. But which piece do I feel like I can replace? What's the dominance that I think has to stay here? And that's that's always an important thing that you have to look at. So that's 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 how it is. So how long it can stay together it depends on how long an organization decides to keep it together. After we won the Super Bowl they literally decided to not keep us together because we were all under contract. None of us could go anywhere. So they could have kept us together. They decided to let Dion go. Now, that following year, we were still a dominant defense. We were the number one defense in the league. But I think we would have been a championship defense if you had kept us together. I already told you about the, the following year, that '96 year, we hey. beat them, but they were still a top five defense. And then I think in 98, they had the number one defense again. But you didn't go beyond that point, and I think if you had kept us kept us together, you still could have you know pieces. You still could have gone beyond and 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 not just been a dominant defense, but be a championship defense. Because at the end of the day, the best defense in the league is the one that wins the championship, in my opinion.
0: He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Like, I I thought that was uh thought that was very interesting and. Yeah. It makes makes a lot of sense from yeah. your standpoint. And I know I know we've talked about this a lot on this pod in terms of how you felt about that defense and how you guys were prematurely broken up. Right. There was a lot more left to be had. Yeah. Um, from, yeah. From, and, and the from numbers. and I,
1: Yeah. and I And I say that the thing people when they always talk about great units and all this stuff, see, they go off the numbers. You know, they go off the numbers and points and stuff like this. And this was a dominant defense. And what I still try to tell everyone, we talked about it. Football is a game of matchups. There's not a squad on planet Earth that we couldn't match up with, that we couldn't find a way to to have our exes take care of your O's. And what people don't pay attention to is that, yeah, the numbers, and you talk about yards giving up, and this secondary did that and all this stuff, guys, there were – there were probably six, seven games that year we didn't even play in the fourth quarter. They just take us out and sit us down. Because we had been so dominant for the first three. The game was over. <laughs> I mean, we were beat it was the game was over. And they just take us out. Our starters weren't playing. I mean, they they literally weren't playing. And you know, so you look at the numbers and, and these guys would get these phantom yards and stuff like that. Yeah, they go against your stats and it used to make us mad, but ultimately let just win a championship. Yes. And that's how I was. I mean, we spent we spent as much time playing as we spent on the sideline with you know baseball caps on, doing like during the regular season, like it was preseason. Is is that is, is that mandatory? By the way, is what mandatory? The baseball caps. No, or no, the beanies or whatever. Nah, it's not, they're not mandatory. Nobody can make you wear wear a hat. You know, they always. That,
0: it, it just seems like because every time. I see it seems like almost every time a guy is doing a post game, in, like right there on the field, yeah, somebody walks up to him, takes their helmet, and hands him a baseball cap. Um, no, it, it's not.
1: I with mean, all the rules a lot of times with the NFL wanted, in terms
0: of which you can wear and how you can well, wear it. I didn't know if that was
1: well. That's NFL merchandising, so a lot of the times they do that stuff because they want to get it on camera and see it, but it's not mandatory that you wear it. And then a lot of times, depending on where you are, you come out of the game, it's cold, man. Well, yeah. That, so that, so that you do that. Me. And remember, you got this wet head from being in your helmet, sweating and stuff like that. So a lot of times you're, because I'm not a cap guy. I, but you know, but you know, it, it's cold enough on the sideline. Yes, sir. Uh, okay. give, give it to me. So that's, that's mainly, never about that. I never thought about then, that. You know,
0: point, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So if it's really, if it's a really sunny day, you may just want it to keep the sun out of your eyes. Or if it's
0: cold, you just
1: want it for the world.
0: Southern yeah. California guy here. What is that? I don't even know what you're talking yeah, about.
1: Yeah, you don't. You do I'm kinda I'm outside right now. I'm kinda cold. It's probably what, 75?
0: Right.
1: And I've been literally this entire time I was like, I should have put on a hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> <You're>
0: so, spoiled. <laughs> so spoiled. Uh Niners knocking off the rims 31 to 14, heading into the bye four and four. As always, we wanna Continue and encourage you to download, subscribe, rate, and review located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like or follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like or follow button. Uh, feel free to get involved in the show on social media. I'm at our Haylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at WatchRayRay. Ray. He is at ED25. Uh, bye week. We're on a bye. Uh, yes, sir. Unless we come back with a special bonus pod, so if so, it'll pop up in your phones or whatnot. But uh, we'll let you know that we'll let we'll, we'll let you know your your notifications will let you know. So if you're not if your notifications aren't on, you won't find out. So there there you go. Um, but yeah, four and four on the bottom. Look, I'll take it. I'll take it. not not really what I wanted, and the two previous games prior to last Sunday didn't really look nothing at all. But feels like maybe there's a good group. And and Kyle after the game saying uh. No new, no new injuries to report. So he was, he there was happy go. about that. So you, you get the sense that hopefully some guys are starting to come back, and then the guys that are playing they get healthy, and 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 then comes uh, the stretch run uh, as the Niners come off of their bye. But they're four and four heading into it, just a game or a half game uh, uh, outside of uh, the first place Seahawks. Wow. ED went up there and now the Seahawks in the first place. It's your fault. (laughs) It ain't
1: my fault. It ain't my fault. But, you know, at the end of the day, we are the gauntlet, bro. That's that's it. You can't ask for more going into the second half. Everything is out in front of you. You don't have to ask for anyone to do anything. You don't need a team to lose. You don't need to hope that um, something miraculous happens and all this stuff. All you got to do is take care of business a week at a time. And you can accomplish every goal that you set going into the season. That's why I say, don't get into the ebb and flow of the season. Don't don't worry about it. You can't winning a Super Bowl. You can't losing a Super Bowl. You win it <laughs> or you lose it. Don't worry about whether you're winning, have a winning record or a losing record. Just get to the dance, and that, that's where they are right now. Still on track to get to the dance. No
0: doubt. Oh, so, from my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.